Hi, I'm Hema Bekele. And I'm Hassan Bekele. And this is informative. Where you get the latest news through the youngster's perspective. As everybody knows, we're in a pandemic. A lot of things have changed, but recently, some light has been shown over all the darkness. Vaccines have been discovered and will be available for the public very soon. This entire experience of being in a pandemic got us at informative wondering. Had this ever happened before? So today we bring you three important pandemics in history. And we start way back in 1918. People were getting infected with the deadly virus. Spanish flu, or sometimes referred to as polio. The symptoms were similar to the common cold. People would get a fever, a cough, a sore throat, chills, and body aches. The death toll was very high. Almost 50 million died because of the Spanish flu. And if you thought that was bad, a third of the world population was infected. Also keep in mind that this was during World War I, so there was a lot of contact between soldiers, and they were mostly the ones getting this virus. It's interesting because officials were in the same position officials are in now. Should they close schools and ban all public gatherings? Should they require each citizen to wear a face mask? Or would shutting down important financial centers in wartime be unpatriotic? Exactly. And similar to now, people refused to try and slow the spread. So Wilman Cruiser, Philadelphia's public health director, assured the public that the soldiers only had the seasonal flu and it would be contained before affecting the civilian population. Which did not happen. Cruzan refused to cancel the upcoming Liberty Loan Parade schedule for September 28th. John M. Berry, in The Great Influenza, the story of the deadliest pandemic in history, writes that the disease experts warned Cruzan that the parade, which was expected to attract several hundred thousand Philadelphians, would be a ready-made inflammable mass for a conflagration. And just 72 hours after the parade, all 31 of Philadelphia's hospitals were full, and 2,600 people were dead by the end of the week. At that time, there was no vaccine, but eventually, Maurice Hillman realized that the virus came in a different form every year. And this virus is now called influenza. So that pandemic is the reason that we have to take the flu shot every year. Yeah, and this pandemic ended around 1920, even though the virus still exists. Almost 20 years later, another pandemic began. The mumps. So it was very common for the children to get mumps. It causes swelling in one or both of the glands. And at this time, mumps were common in the United States. The Spanish flu took place during World War I, but the mumps were during World War II. And mumps was a frequent case of outbreaks among military personnel in the pre-vaccine era. The mumps were contagious through the respiratory droplets, so through the coughs and sneezes similar to COVID. The mumps were not actually deadly. They went away in about 10 days, but at the time there wasn't a vaccine. But there was testing, and if children or adults tested positive for the mumps, they would have to stay home. And this seems a lot like the case with COVID. Yeah, the procedure was relatively the same. Around the late 1960s, Ray Hillman became interested in finding a mumps vaccine. He experimented and failed. But one night, his six-year-old daughter wakes him up and tells him her throat hurts. He diagnoses her with the mumps and puts her back to bed. Then he did something that not a lot of fathers do. He got a swab, put it in her mouth, and took it to his lab. And that sample would create the vaccine in the 1970s. 
and this vaccine is the same one children take today. Maybe the COVID vaccine will become one of the required vaccines the next generation will have to take. Next up, the swine flu. So let's get started. The swine flu started in January 2009 with the regular symptoms. Fever, cough, sore throat, chills, and body aches. It took a while for vaccines to be found. But four long years later, Sanofi Pasteur and Novartis found a vaccine. It might seem like the end, but the effects from the swine flu were far from over. After the U.S. ordered a large distribution of the vaccine, which by itself took a long time, it took them more than two years to recover the economy. The former president at the time had done lots to help, including quicker access to more effective vaccines, improved target group guidance and strategies for pre-pandemic and pandemic vaccination, improved situational awareness of vaccine production, distribution, and coverage, improved methods to quickly distribute, deliver, and administer vaccine, and refined mechanisms for vaccine safety. And this was spread straight off of the plan page. After lots of suffering, sadness, and perseverance, we came out victorious. Our economy was as great as ever, jobs were opening up again, and everything was going back to normal. I think all three of these viruses show that even through the hardest times, we have the strength to power through. This is Hassett and Heyman signing, signing off. off.